Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at bluenile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. It has been a mad year for professional wrestling. I mean, we were in the Thunderdome at the start of the damn thing, which now feels like some sort of fever dream. Weird LCD screens screaming at us because a director told them to. I don't want to go back. It does mean some absolutely crazy things have gone down over the past 12 months, though, and it's time to document the ones that moving forward need to be erased from your brain. Because I'm Simon for What Culture. Please do subscribe. And this is 10 Things WWE Wants You to Forget About 2021. Number 10, that Ric Flair angle. See, what did I just tell you? Even without the fact that Ric Flair has now gone from WWE, which I don't think anybody saw coming. Back in January, the Nature Boy turned up on Raw and teamed up with Lacey Evans. I mean, what on earth? The innuendo was through the roof and I've still no idea who this was for. I mean, Flair's motives for this was basically that he didn't like his daughter anymore. So what a revenge plan. It was even more bizarre because Charlotte Flair wasn't really a babyface at the time and the whole drama fell off. You know, it's bad too because subsequently Rick has even said in interviews he didn't enjoy this either. And if you managed to make Flair feel uncomfortable, well, sheesh, let us never do this again. Number nine, Karrion Cross. I don't think we will ever understand this one. No matter what you thought of Karrion Cross in NXT, he was being built for the main roster. That was the whole point. We shall create this monster who will fit in on a Raw or a SmackDown, and when the time is right, we can just fling him up there. Nope. To start as he was defeated in his first match, which is never that ideal for fans that may not know who the hell he is. And then when we ran out of ideas, we slapped a gimp mask on him and never explained why. Cross also dressed like a gladiator. Kinda. It was totally off the rails. It was also the big question of where the hell Scarlet was, who had been integral to the act. It was as if WWE decided they enjoyed self-inflicted pain, so went to work. The real icing on the cake was that he was released months after this, and what are we doing? At least give it a go, rather than throw the entire thing out the window. Number eight, The Miz and Zombies. Another one that doesn't feel like this year, I did not enjoy this. I know WWE made bank on it as Netflix paid them a lot of cash to promote army of the dead but i don't have to worry about that i'm a fan and i want to be entertained this wasn't it i'm also still annoyed about the rules were we meant to think that miz was now a zombie and within the confines of wwe zombies were real or was it just nonsense because both aspects were played here miz acted up when he was eaten but if the undead aren't real this was just some weirdo chomping on his face no one explained when he returned to wwe and i totally get the whole you're overthinking this argument you're right I am, but I'm also a nerd 
So that's what I do. Number seven, the Queen's Crown Tournament. The first ever female King of the Ring tournament could have been great. Not like WWE doesn't have a ton of talented women performers. The problem was someone clearly didn't have the same faith because the entire thing and every match combined lasted 20 minutes. I have seen Undertaker entrances go longer than that. This also meant most of the matches were less than two minutes and the problem with that is instinctively undermines the whole point. You are actively telling fans that we don't really care so neither should you and the amount of surprise roll-ups during this, it ran rampant. Given the final went five minutes, you can see the issue here. And while Zelina Vega was a good choice to become the queen, I wouldn't say it drastically helped her step up to the next level. It also, for some reason, gave her a British accent. Number six, the title color swap. Now, firstly, WWE's draft is ridiculous these days. There is no such thing as brand exclusivity, so why even pretend I don't know? But it's even worse because now we're obsessed with colors, meaning if a champion does swap, they need to trade their belt in for the relevant shade of the show they're going to. I mean, listen to that sentence. It was silly when the New Day and the Street Profits did it before, but nothing was as farcical as in 2021 when Charlotte and Becky Lynch switched and the whole segment fell apart in front of our eyes. The rumor at the time was Flair felt like the whole thing was so dumb she went into business for herself and threw the title down at Lynch's feet, which was not planned. It also rightfully annoyed Big Time Bex, who looked like she was about to explode. You can't justify that as you have to follow the script, but this thing would have been a mess regardless without wrestlers losing it live on camera. So let's just never do it again, please. It made me want to be swallowed up by the ground, and I was just watching from home. Not good. Number five, anything before NXT 2.0. Whether you like NXT 2.0 or not, WWE speed, in which they basically erased whatever came before it, was as impressive as it was depressing. I understand that it didn't do what Vince McMahon wanted, slow down AEW, but it was still an awesome television show with top-tier pay-per-views. I'm not sure we needed to sweep it under the carpet. It's likely one reason Keith Lee, Adam Cole, Johnny Gargano, Kyle O'Reilly and others are no longer affiliated with the company because the decision was made to go old school and push big athletic types. And that's fine, it has worked in the past, but to just ignore the effort these guys put in was mad. It's also why you never hear about Riddle's NXT successes or how much Rhea Ripley smashed it down there. It has been erased, meaning they actively don't want you remembering it. Sadly for them, we do forget the memories are too good. Number four, that Bianca Belair squash. This was classic WWE giving you joy and then stealing your lunch money. I think we were all pretty happy to see Becky Lynch return at SummerSlam, but I'm not sure anyone had then written down in their fantasy booking she challenges Bianca Belair and beats her for the title in 10 seconds. In fact, that idea was laughable. (laughs) So it's what WWE did. It got even more confusing as Lynch returned as a heel and yet nobody wanted to boo her. So all we did here was take the championship off Bianca, who had been the company's MVP to this point, and taken some steam away from Becky because she was a really popular good guy. It was stupid. Belair never got her revenge either because of the brand split and was moved down a level as she stopped fighting for either belt. And sure, we can rehab this in 2022, but there was no need. Bianca was on her way to superstardom and we chose this path... I don't get it. Number three, Alexa Bliss's doll. I said it at the time and I will say it now. I respected WWE's decision to change the Alexa Bliss character up and go nuts with it. It is wrestling after all. And as soon as you close off any creative endeavor, you have made a mistake. That doesn't mean they all work. Enter Lily. And no, that's not a follow-up to Metallica's most popular record, but it is the doll Bliss introduced, who for some reason had magical powers. She could turn the lights on and off, hypnotize people, and make Nia Jack slap herself. Great, I suppose. It really went 
bad when we involve Shayna Baszler, a wrestler who is just drowning in legitimacy, so shouldn't really be involved in this stuff. Seeing her run around the backstage area going, oh no, isn't TV I've wanted to return to. It also went nowhere. I mean, it just stopped one day. I'm really glad we did this. Number two, Crown Jewel versus WrestleMania. Let us not muck around. WrestleMania was great. Bianca Belair versus Sasha Banks is a classic and Roman Reigns versus Edge versus Daniel Bryan is everything you could want from a universal title match. It was a joy. If we are being honest though, in terms of overall quality, Crown Jewel was better Now, on the one hand, thank goodness for that, because a lot of these Saudi Arabia events have been glorified house shows, so watching this rocked. Edge versus Seth Rollins in the Hell in a Cell was particularly brilliant, and by the time it ended, it was widely considered to be one of the best programs like this WWE has done. The problem there is that it was by design, so the powers that be actively thought their big money pay-per-view was more important than flipping WrestleMania, and of course, that's going to make you feel uncomfortable. The Saudi shows in general are not cool, and if you needed any evidence that the almighty dollar now leads the charge, then here it was. And it's not like Mania sucked to one paper, it just meant we got two awesome pay-per-views. But there's other things you have to mention with this, and I tell you, I am intrigued to see what happens in 2022. Number one, all of the releases. Anytime you mention this, some more troubled folk yell that WWE is a business and can do whatever they want. And yes, of course they can. But by that logic, if Nike announced tomorrow that all their shoes are now £6,000, we should just be cool with that because they like profit margins. It is poppycock. No one in their right mind should be happy to see human beings losing their jobs, especially when a pandemic was making the whole wrestling scene a difficult place to operate in. There was also some crazy decisions such as Bray Wyatt, Alistair Black and Keith Lee. Three performers fans were desperate to see used correctly. I think the total was 80 superstars which were shown the door, and I don't like it, and I never will. This is an individual's livelihood, and I can only imagine how scary it must be at first. So it's called having some sympathy. You are allowed to practice this. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.